Hey, hey, everyone! Welcome to this week's edition of Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk. I am your host, Chris O'Mealy, and I am joined by Dan Peck. On the other end of the tin cannon string. That would be freaking awesome. If that's how we were actually recording the show. The whole time. It was just the most... The way WrestleCrab Radio was allegedly recorded. (laughs) That would be amazing. Uh, This is actually our 375th consecutive episode. And that's a crazy milestone. Also, a perfect milestone to make a big announcement about the future of CKCC Radio moving into 2021. Uh, We teased this last week, and we actually gave the patrons the first batch of news, as well as the other content creators, so they all got to hear it. And now, the rest of you plebeians get to hear the big news. All these plebs? All these plebs, that's right. All right, y'all. All these pedestrians? So, the biggest new, big news concerning uh, moving into the new year, this is going to excite some people and disappoint some people. Maybe even make you a little mad. I don't know. I don't really care. Dan and I have collectively decided to end Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk. Or Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk, as you're hearing it right now, is coming to an end. Here's the honest truth here, guys. This has actually been a long time coming. We've been discussing this for, actually for months. Because, if I remember correctly, close to the beginning of the year... You actually were considering dropping out of the podcast altogether. It's actually almost a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's point. Um, and then you, we, we, you kind of stuck it through to see if we could try to move plans in a different direction, especially with CKCC Radio launching. And then we lost Glenn when all his work shit happened. And, and you, then COVID came in. Co- <laughs> COVID ruined wrestling. Um. Here's the thing. Dan and I really don't watch modern wrestling anymore. And I'm going to be perfectly honest, and I don't know if you feel this way, but I definitely do. I think we're doing the business as a whole a disservice by doing a podcast about something that we're really not watching. It almost seems pointless. It's kind of feels more like a chore to do it this way. So... Once I launched the Nerd Table, I kind of reinvigorated my love of podcasting a bit. Not that I didn't actually enjoy doing this show anymore, but, like, Nerd Table was a breath of fresh air. More stuff to talk about. Like, where Dan and I will sometimes struggle to fill an hour on the show nowadays, Nerd Table, Eric and I will be bullshitting and having so much fun that we'll re- suddenly realize we've gone over two hours and it didn't. E- we didn't even realize it. Um, plus once we launched Nerd Table, Dan was like, yeah, I want to do that instead. (laughs) So here's, here's what's going to be happening. Um, Dan actually wanted to just end the show altogether. Like basically the next week I wanted to hold off until the end of the year. So we, so we're compromising. This is actually a compromise. (laughs) Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to end this show. In, I believe it's four weeks, four or five weeks' time uh, the, in mid-November. The reason is because November 17th is my birthday, and I've actually taken off a four-day weekend. 
Um, I'm off that Monday and Tuesday, the Monday the 16th and Tuesday the 17th. Yeah, the untraditional four-day weekend. Yes. Well, I don't want to work on my birthday, and I'm sure not, as hell not going in on a Monday and then taking the Tuesday off. And those are the days that I drive to, so it's actually a sacrifice for me. But I'd rather not work on my birthday than worry about whether or not I'm going to be driving at my job, whatever. So we're going to continue to do the Friday programming all the way up to Friday the 13th in November. Oh, shit. And then... Maybe we should extend it a week. <laughs> no. <clears throat> we're going we're gonna to do that. So it'll, Friday the 13th will be the last regular episode. We'll actually be at episode 379 then. And then over the course of that weekend, we're going to record a grand finale episode that won't be like regular programming. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to bring back all the old stuff you guys liked. We'll talk about memories of the show. Might have some surprises in store. Um, basically, you guys get to tell us what you want us to do for the final episode. It'll be an all-inclusive kind of deal. Um, that's where we're going to go with this. Now, the Patreon show that we do, which a lot of you guys haven't actually heard, Dan and I thoroughly enjoy doing that. Because it's really fun to watch the classic stuff and review it. And if we had talked about this last year, I wanted to break off and do like a separate podcast just reviewing classic stuff. And... We kind of fell into that to to give the patrons something, and I really like doing that show. And then Adrian Cotton came up with the idea to have us basically review rap songs, and what we kind of turned that into was a watch-along with the rap videos, and he sends two a week, and then Dan and I like doing that so much that each week we add a bonus third video that we choose. It's basically like the points or consequences thing. In fact, whoever's points are chooses the video that week. If you notice, that's actually how it's worked out. Jeez. So, uh, did you actually notice that? Was that coincidental or that just kind of how it happened? I think because there was one week where you did a bonus and I counted it against you. That's right. So it was actually going opposite. <laughs> and then, yeah. Because we, we we ended that episode with Chadwick Boseman dying, and you're like, we're not ending with that. <laughs> so we did a Weird Al video. Yeah, exactly. I remember that. I remember. That's what I get for going on Facebook, well, right at the end of a recording. So that's the, uh, the plan moving forward. We're going to continue to do the patron show, and actually, that'll actually become WrestleTalk. Yep. That's going to be WrestleTalk. The only difference is we will do... Uh, we're going to do... Maybe a little bit of news on that show, like relevant stuff, not not stuff that we're shoehorning into the show. So, like, gonna be the G one update, or the, like the, the quick New Japan update. We'll yeah, Dan will talk about New Japan, which is the only modern wrestling that either one of us is watching. Is Dan watching New Japan? And you know what? I'll be honest with you guys. I've fallen out with WWE. I don't like their programming anymore. Um, I occasionally will watch pay per views and I'll watch matches that I have interest in. But I've lost interest in the programming storyline. I wanted AEW to give me an alternate. They didn't. They gave me a program that, in my opinion, was more tedious to watch than Raw. So I never got into them. I don't watch a lot of New Japan because I just don't have a connection with it, even though I know I should. So I kind of just always let you and Glenn handle that stuff. Because I just didn't have a desire to sit down and watch it. And I can't really explain why that is. Like, 
I can tell you when we've re- reviewed the classic Japanese stuff for the patron show, I felt a disconnect with that just because it's hard for me to watch stuff without English commentary. I feel lost watching it. I, I guess the commentary thing helps me, and that's just a personal thing. Which is why I, I'm always like, all right, I'll watch it, but it's hard for me to review it. So, Dan, you take the front. Which is also more appropriate anyway, because that's more your thing than mine, is new, is Japanese wrestling. You're more into that than me, so it makes sense that you would take the lead on it. Chris, you got to get to the most important thing. We're getting to it. Relax. That's all they cared about as soon as you said the first words. What? what Japan? No. What's oh. happening? The points or consequences, Chris. Oh, Carter. yeah. Some of you literally only listen to the show for points or consequences. We are going to absorb elements of this show into the nerd table. What I mean by that is Dan is going to be a permanent third host, which Eric was okay with. That was like the important thing, right? That's why we did that trial run episode. That was a that was a test run, not just a crossover. That was a test run. That was a test. It was an Andrew Martin, and Eric liked it, and I got like 90% positive feedback. And of course, I had to prod some people for feedback. So for those of you who gave it willingly, thank you. Because some of y'all don't give any feedback, which is fine. Whatever. But yeah. Um, points or consequences will be adopted into the nerd table. Now, I don't know if I want to just end points or consequences with this show. And maybe we'll just do a little something in the group to keep it going to the year's end. Because I kind of promised that with the actual prize and everything. I don't know yet. So I'm not going to tell you. We're going to end it in November. There might be a couple more weeks of the game just for shits and giggles. Uh, but I will tell you, we're going to play a weekly game on the nerd table. We'll still do prizes. Expect there to be almost no wrestling-related games, although you can still try to do wrestling entries to pop me. Um, Eric don't know wrestling that much, so you're although not going to... a lot really quickly. <laughs> you're not going to pop Eric with a Kevin Dunn joke, so don't even try. He doesn't know who Kevin Dunn is. And he's pr- he'll probably figure it out at some point. But we um, keep telling stories, man. And another reason is... And I, I'm sorry to say this because I feel like a real jerk for saying it this way. But the honest truth is we need patrons to continue to get... To keep the podcasting empire going... In general, we need more patrons. And if the only way to get some of you guys to listen to us talk about wrestling is to make that show wrestling exclusive, patron exclusive, then you know what? We're going to have to do it that way. And I understand that some of you will probably never listen to us talk about wrestling again, and that's fine. But if you're really unwilling to contribute, the patron thing is literally a $5 monthly purchase, which means there's a good chance that it's it would it's literally like right now this month for one day out of the month you decided to go treat yourself over at your local Sheets or Wawa or Quick Check or one of those little stations and buy $5 worth of snacks. That's literally all it is. Except you know what? Those snacks will run out on you 
And those $5 get you weekly content. And we're going to add more content in 2021 to get more patrons. We're only asking for $5. And I never wanted to hold anybody hostage for money or demand that we get more patrons or whatever. But we need them. We need that support. And if you guys aren't going to be that support for us, then we're going to do our wrestling show for the people who are. Like, I don't really know what to say. I can't force anybody to be a patron. I don't want to guilt trip anybody into being a patron. But this is something that we absolutely have to do. And Wrestle Talk itself, with just a little bit of news added, will become a patron-exclusive thing. Um, I don't know how the recording schedule is going to go, because maybe... Right now, the recording schedule is Wrestle Talk Fridays, Nerd Table Saturdays. Maybe Eric would be have an easier time doing a Friday night recording. I don't know. Well, I will discuss that with him, and maybe you and I can just do Wrestle Talk on Saturday afternoon or even Saturday evening. Because I mean, Nerd Table comes out on Mondays anyway. Wrestle Talk's pretty much immediate. Maybe it'll be a one day thing. Uh, so other questions I'm sure you guys have. Facebook group's not going to go anywhere. It'll just be a rest. It'll stay a wrestling community. It just won't be connected to a podcast anymore. We'll still put the patron stuff in there for you guys to enjoy. Like I'll still link those every week. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep the community going because you guys still want to talk about wrestling. And we're gonna make a community for the nerd table, and I hope you guys will join that. That way we can talk about nerd shit in there. Try to limit the wrestling talk in that group if you can, unless it's relevant. But that'll be a fun way to expand out and uh, do more stuff. Did I miss anything at all? Did I cover everything? Uh, so you're the show's ending. I'm joining Nerd Table. <clears throat> POC is going to be a Nerd Table thing. It's going to be transformed in the new year. Yeah, so you guys are going to want to join the Nerd Table Facebook group, because guess where we're going to launch POC? We're going to rename it, too. I think the POC name should di should disappear with this show, and we should rebrand the whole thing. Because we don't even... It really, points or consequences doesn't make sense anymore. There's no more consequences. We're just like, nope, no points. Consequences is no points. That was more fun when Pat was around to do the voices, uh, and I can't do as many voices, so... But, uh, but yeah, that's that's the plan moving forward. Um, if you're upset or angered by this, I'm sorry. I really don't know what else to tell you. But this decision has been made official, and we are not changing our mind on it. Uh, the decision to end WrestleTalk has actually been around for a couple weeks now. So, honestly, you guys shouldn't be surprised. And maybe this will motivate a couple of you guys to drop five measly dollars a month. And don't tell me you can't afford it because I guarantee you you're subscribed to way more subscription services that you probably use less. Because trust me, I know I have subscription services that I refuse to give up that I hardly ever touch. And it's embarrassing. It really is. You know, but... You can... So... It would be great to have more of you guys help us out, and we're going to keep adding more content. Um, we'll definitely keep, like I said, Wrestle Talk itself is going nowhere as far as the patron stuff is concerned. We really like that show. The music video watch alongs are a ton of fun, 
any of the patrons will vouch for it who've listened to it and heard it. In fact, Adrian told me himself that he, sometimes he has to mute us at work because he's laughing so goddamn hard <laughs> listening to us react to stuff in these rap videos. So, and uh, <clears throat> as far as the rest of the remaining weeks go, this is your opportunity to guest on the show one last time. Uh, patrons, content creators, of course, you guys always get first priority. But if any of you guys are interested in coming back on for one last hurrah, regardless of what your status of wrestling is, please do. Be happy to have you. And we want to know what you guys want us to do for our grand finale episode, because it will not be regular format. There will be no points or consequences, no news, none of that shit. We're going to do a grand finale episode and bring back all the old... Maybe there'll be a grand finale POC, but they're, we're going to bring back segments. I've already told Dan he has to go find something on WWE's officially verified official Facebook page and read it. And I'm going to bring back a little something called Read and Readies. And maybe some other stuff. Something I don't want to say because it's going to require... Oh, yeah, you have the Sunny Book now. I gave it to you last year. <laughs> Um, I've actually got the Bella Twins book that my wife read. Maybe I'll read an excerpt from that. Oh, the Bella Twins book. That's probably more hot garbage of, as well. But I also have the Wrestle Crab book of lists that I wanted to do a lot more stuff with that we never got to. And maybe uh, we can have a little bit of fun with that one. I'll find, I'll find like the worst possible list and do it. And there have been there have been some fun ones in here. All right. Uh, I think we covered everything, so. But, yeah. Um, Dan will pretty much be joining the Nerd Table in November. And then 2021 is when we're going to make a couple programming changes. Now, there might be something joining the network to fill the void for Club Cafe Wrestle Talk. But I'm not going to say what it is, because it's not official yet. Uh, and there's a chance it may not happen. So, again, it's one of those deals where I'm, I don't want to hype it and then have it fall through. But I am working on getting something to replace this void. Actually, I'm working on one, two, possibly even three things to replace the void. So there's still going to be more programming. And CKCC Radio is not going to be making any other changes. Like I said, we're just going to add more patron content. We'll add, we'll do more watch-alongs with the wife. Um, and one thing that we talked about on the nerd table is Eric and I doing full-blown movie watch-alongs, like Rift Track style, and doing, like, the worst movies ever. Like, literally, for the first episode, we're gonna, we might do Plan 9 from Outer Space. And then maybe Geely and The Room were like the, the big three I talked about. That could be a ton of fun. Oh, that would be. I know it'll be fun, but I don't know about the other two. To rip them apart? Yeah, it'll be fun. I love ripping apart bad stuff. Why do you think I have so much fun on our patron show when we watch the bad shit? I had a blast ripping apart that Chamber of Horrors. That shit was awful. I will rip apart all the things. All the things. Rip it all apart, y'all. All right. We've covered everything. Let's do some trivia. I'm not even going to do plugs this week because there's no point. 
I just plugged everything. Last week's question was, this famous manager had a top five hit, according to Billboard. It was number one. Not in the U.S. But it did reach number one. Well, it did. (laughs) And it was Jimmy Hart was in the Gentries, and they recorded Keep On Dancing. If you watched Jimmy Hart's Hall of Fame induction speech from Jerry Lawler, then you already knew this. But, uh, let's see. The B-side was Make Up Your Mind. It was released in June 1965. The genre is garage rock. And there was... Okay, yep. U.S. Billboard Hot 100 peak position was number four. U.S. Cashbox Top 10 was number five. And it surpassed a million copies in sales after leaving the charts. It was on the Hot 100 for 13 weeks, and it was on Cashbox for 14. Not bad. Keep on dancing. And they were one-hit wonder. The one time they weren't using Jimmy Hart. Usually Jimmy Hart was the lead singer, and he did not lead sing this one. It's kind of like uh, the Cars. Their top song was Drive, and it was not sung by Rick Ocasek. Nope. It was by, like, the drummer, I think. You know, I was was doing my my Ultimate playlist, and I actually threw a couple of songs from the Cars on there, and I'm just like... Almost their entire first album is all bangers, dude. Yeah. I was uh, I was happy with the uh, the stuff I was putting in there. So, <laughs> should make you flip. <laughs> what do we got? Yeah, new question, right? Well, we got to wrap them. You know what? The... We don't have to. We can keep. We can take trivia, right? We can do trivia on the on the patron show. Oh, yeah. No, I could do trivia. I could open with trivia on their table. I just yeah. be all in that case it could be anything and not just wrestling related. Oh, then you can throw some wrestling stuff in there. Well, that's just it. There's still going to be a little bit of wrestling talk on the nerd table because it is still a part of our our fandom. It's something that we're nerdy about. Yeah, but we're not going to have a lot of it, and it's not going to be one of those deals. Like, like one thing that I got a lot of positivity about was everybody appreciated that we didn't we didn't talk down about our wrestling fandom to people who didn't understand it, but we also weren't um, we weren't dumbing it down so much that it it made you feel stupid if you were a fan. That was a big compliment that I got, and I really appreciated that. So, who was the first Gaijin, Gaijin, whatever, however you want to pronounce it, to be IWGP Heavyweight Champ? I know this one, and it was way sooner than you may think. It was. It was indeed way sooner. Yep, I know this one. Uh, this was a. Uh... I gotta. I gotta look up what year this was though, because I don't quite remember the year it was really actually that's a little later than i thought but they didn't have the heavyweight championship for a while apparently 
Yeah, looks like it, yeah. Because if when you look it up, the rain actually starts in 87. Yeah. But like, then, they went for, like, ten over 10 years without yeah. a, a world without without that title. Well, this was... This is something... This will give away the answer. Maybe not give away the answer a little bit, but this is something that was discussed in Death of WCW, my favorite wrestling book of all time. And this was something, when they are talking about this particular person, they mentioned specifically this accolade. So that's how I actually learned that. As a way to put him over, and then the fact that he was treated... <laughs> that he never was treated right in America. <laughs> well, he was treated better there than he was in the other company that he worked for. That's for damn sure. <laughs> that should actually give it away too. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> All righty. So there's your, uh, your trivia. So let's get through some news here. Cause we're going to, we're going to wrap this show sooner rather than later. And again, this is like, a, there's a lot of inane news. So, like, okay, the big story was Joey Ryan still scumbag, right? That was the big story that came out of this week. We'll yeah, definitely now he's, now he's suing imp, Impact and yeah, Toronto. we're gonna we're gonna talk about that on on the patron show stuff like that. We're gonna talk about and let's talk about that right now because Joey Ryan is still a scumbag. No, oh, and I sue an Anthem and Impact for wrongful termination. Right. Because they terminated him for being a scumbag. Dude, I think this guy is really trying to go for scummiest wrestling guy. He's he's working at it. And he's doing a good job. Do you remember when you and I were like hardcore on the Joey Ryan hype train and we're like, yeah, the dick flip. That spot's awesome. And now like I learned stuff about him and I'm like, I would punch this fucker in the face, and I don't even care if he could beat me. I, have been, I, was, I was super into Joey Ryan until, like, the last month. Yeah. Yeah, this guy can 100% go and fuck himself. And I was, I was like, so happy and proud for him that he made enough money in indie wrestling to buy a house in, Cal- in Southern California. Boy, it's going to be really shitty when he has to get a casual job. And you know the other thing is promoters are still going to book him. He's never going to uh, be. Jason Rance is getting booked. Yeah. <laughs> He's a. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Full on gone to jail for pedophilia. <laughs> that's the thing, though, right? Is there's always going to be a promoter out there who's going to book you to, to make make something off of your name, and somebody out there is going to book Joey Ryan and have him do the dick spot. And they're going to brag about it, about how they've got Joey Ryan. That's the only place you can see him. And he's going to cut promos on all these people. And there's going to be a ton of fans that are going to go. Because there's always going to be people that are going to support him and think that's not a big deal. And there will always be a couple of wrestlers out there who want that name recognition. Who will still do the dick spot. Because they they know that that's going to make them, people will be talking about them afterwards. That's how it is. That's and that's how it's always going to be. I mean, they've got guys that have been murderers, guys that have been Bob Holly gets booked and he got fired because he was stealing from the boys' bags and he's still getting booked. Yeah. Literally robbing people. Like <laughs> during I, matches. I, I would never book New Jack because I'd be terrified to have him at my show. 
<laughs> and you probably have nothing to worry about. No, I pro- as long as I pay him, I'm, pro- I'm probably good. <laughs> but I might also have... To, but if his opponent pisses him off, there might be a lot of legal repercussions. Well, that's why you got to get the right person. Right? You got someone that knows him and has worked with him. <laughs> My absolute favorite was that New Jack post on Facebook. Did you see that? Oh, I don't know. Maybe... Uh, he was okay. I'll I'll read you the post because it it legitimately made me laugh out loud. And this is from his official Facebook too. He says, "I was walking through the airport and a cop stopped me and said, "You're New Jack, right?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "I saw you on Dark Side." I said, "Great. Did you like it?" And he said, "Do you mind if I search your bag?" <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Oh, uh, that made I le- that was a legitimate LOL moment for me when I read that. New Jack can't even see one of his eyeballs because of. And people wonder why I flip out all the time. The dives. My favorite was a. Uh, can we ask you about the mass transit incident? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> well, obviously, it's like the it's like the number one thing. A life and crimes of New Jack, right? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I get it. And the the Vic crime the Vic Grimes thing. I don't want to go. Fuck you. We're going. Then he intentionally tried to kill him. Yeah, I was hoping he was going to miss and die. God damn, dude. But I bet you he's a fun guy. But I would Well, that think... was uh, in uh, Beyond the Mat. Him and Barry Blaustein became, like, best friends during that movie. Yeah. <laughs> because there's even the time where, like, he's away and he gets the phone call from him. And he checks his thing and he's like, hey, it's your N-word. <laughs> New check. It's just like, damn. <laughs> Sup, Barry? <laughs> uh, speaking of creeps and wrestling, Lars Sullivan. Oh, yeah. He's uh, been thirsty on Maine. Again, caught, caught being thirsty. Asking some IG thoughts for them butt pics and stuff. Yeah. And then literally the next day, he was back on Raw. Literally and the I, next day. I had, a, I had a friend going, why is he back on Raw? When's the next embarrassment he's gonna have and i was like that was literally yesterday <sighs> ridiculous well let's t- let's talk about some positive news uh congratulations to john cena who is now a married man yes not to nikki bella nope who is also getting married and not to john like cena a two-month-year-old baby not to john cena so their little storybook push as a as the it couple Definitely did not work out to their advantage. And never paid off. Never paid off. Miz and Maria should have won the match. Yeah, they should have. Remember when you was about to pass out before your surgery? I don't know why I turned into John Mulaney talking about... <laughs> um, John Sulaney? It was John Sulaney. It was John Mulaney doing somebody else's voice, and that's what I was just doing. John Sulaney is now the title of the episode. (laughs) Well, we don't have a lot more clever titles to come up with because we don't cleverly title the patron stuff. I I just put whatever we reviewed as the title because I don't don't have enough creativity to come up with two titles. I don't have enough creativity to come up with these. So (laughs) let's be honest here. Um, So yeah, that's some positive news for, for John Cena. So good for him. Uh, Finn Balor's surgery was successful. His jaw was swollen to hell and back. Yeah. Dude, but, those boys uh, killed each other. 
Especially in and around the face. <laughs> yes, indeed. And, uh, dude, I got to say, that uh, that Finn Balor-Kyle O'Reilly match was one of the best matches of the year. Because pro wrestling in general, really, uh, let's be honest here, not since Wrestle Kingdom, has not exactly had a lot of match of the year quality matches happening. And that doesn't include... Oh, Melt just gave out two five pluses. To G1 matches. Yes, he also gave... All right, when I saw that Meltzer... He also gave a parking lot brawl. Yeah, a five-star match, which which is so, like... Which apparently, uh, I'm hearing from a lot of people, is actually, like, the best parking lot brawl of all time, but it's also a parking lot brawl. It's a parking lot brawl, yeah. (laughs) But that's just it. Somebody said something on Twitter, and I agreed with it. Somebody, because somebody was like, you are very stupid if you take Meltzer's star ratings as gospel to rate your wrestling matches. Every rating system is literally an opinion. And they mention they mentioned stuff like the Siskel and Ebert two thumbs up, and there were oh, there were other examples in there. And he said, Everything is an opinion. So why do you care if he gave it five stars? Create your own star rating system and rate them yourselves. And I kind of agree with that like i get it he's influential and that can be very frustrating and he's been doing it since i was born yeah but well that's just it you have to take Meltzer. you have to take out his opinions right and just focus on his facts and his wrestling history because that's what he's an expert at he knows all these dates all these facts all these statistics because I think they, they've confirmed that he actually has, like, some form of high-functioning autism, which is why he's able to remember all that stuff for so many years. And I actually admire that. Like, because I can't, I can't remember shit like that. I'm, I'm developing Joey Image brain as I get older. So, I give him a lot of credit for that. You just, you have to take the, uh, the star shit and just take everything with a grain of salt. Especially because he only he always high star shit that he personally likes. He doesn't look at stuff analytically anymore, and it's not a secret that he's personal friends with people like the Young Bucks, which is why he always ranks their matches high. I mean, there's a good chance that if I attended a wrestling show and watched Dan and Glenn have a match, that I would probably rank it higher than it deserved because they're my friends. I'm being dead honest with you guys. There's but you a... would also know how much work we probably put into that. I yeah, I would, and that would probably make me appreciate it more. And you might not have the best match on the show, but I might give you the best rating on the show because I enjoyed the match the most. If we actually tried to do like a scientific that's one of those things, like that's always how I've always analyzed shit. And I and I said that before with other shit too, like uh We'll give you an example. Um, the movie Cloverfield. I love that movie. But if you don't like that movie, I 100% get it. Because I can analyze the shit out of that movie and tear it to shreds. Just because I liked it doesn't make it a good movie. You, you know what I mean? You so much, you made a student film in the lead up to it. <laughs> I finished in the top 20, but I did not win. Well, I was inspired because Danny Pytel, who was in the who was in the video, 
he he made a student video for Stephen Lynch's Halloween contest, and they won. So I was like, well, shit, if if he can do it, I can do it kind of thing. And But the, the big difference was Stephen Lynch picked the winner, and this one was fan-voted. So all it pretty much took was you, because I was able to flood it and vote for my film lots of times. So that's really all it takes. That's why I don't put a lot of stock into losing, because anybody who can flood something like that isn't a legitimate thing. But because Lynch picked the video, that to me, that's a legitimate victory for them, and they 100% deserved it. So, yeah. But yeah, again, I love the movie Armageddon. I think it's so much fun. If I did a scientific review of it, I would rank it pretty negative. I love the movie Twister. I think it's fun. I can't stand the science behind what they do with the tornadoes and how inaccurate they make shit. But, like, what do you you want me to say? I like stuff that's bad. And you know what? I've seen the greatest movie of all time, The Godfather, and I didn't love it. I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. It didn't vault into my top ten films of all time. But does that mean that if I give a positive review to Armageddon and a lukewarm review to The Godfather? What's a movie that I hate that everybody loves? Oh, uh, The Thin Red Line, the war movie that came out the same year as Saving Private Ryan. Critics raved about it. I thought it was a boring, atrocious piece of shit. Does that make it a bad movie? No, but I think it is. So you... I can't suddenly become gospel, though, as a result of it. But just because the guy's doing the shit, people think it's gospel, and it's not. And people need to to knock that shit off and get over it. Like a lot of things, people on both sides are being assholes about it. You guys need to stop with the with the constant just totally fuck him, and you need to stop just taking everything he says as gospel. Stop, well. yeah. <laughs> Stop writing him off completely and stop praising him unabashedly or like just just stop <laughs> in general just stop. It's the same issue I have with the Star Wars shit. The people who are who, the people who hate the sequels try to act like they ne- they don't exist, but the people who enjoyed them get so defensive about it that they become aggressive and the whole thing just becomes toxic. Nobody can just shut up or agree to disagree on anything. And that's why I don't, I'm not a member of, I'm a member of literally zero Star Wars communities as a direct result of that. And that's why the only wrestling community that I talk to is our group. And even people in our group. I'm not going to say names, but for Christ's sake, if you're not going to be an active participant, but you're only going to show up to disagree with us when we talk about shit and wrestling, like Marco Stunt and fucking dildos, then just fucking shut up. <laughs> I don't care. This show's ending. I don't care if I'm burying people at this point. I can go full-on fucking heel at this stage. <laughs> what, are you, what are you going to do? Cancel the show? <laughs> cancel me. I'm already canceled. Where were we? What's going on with Raw Underground, Dan? Uh, did nothing. <laughs> it's done, huh? 
uh, they were preparing for one. Then one week they just didn't do it, and the next week that was when like all the lower guys got busted for COVID. So they're just like, "Fuck it." <laughs> well, that was fun while it lasted. Uh, Thunderdome's still going on though. Yeah, they extended their time there at the arena. Uh, they won't start going out until at least the new year. You know who's going to be on the Thunderdome on SmackDown? Bill Goldberg. Oh, that's what he's doing? Yeah. He's going to be watching the title match between Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns with great interest because... Because <sighs> he couldn't... He... Oh, wait. No, he did do a, a WrestleMania match, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He did the Mania what? match with Brock. It sucked. It sucked ass. No, I mean this year. Uh, yeah, he did. That's yeah, he lost the title, right? Or Brock lost the title, and then he didn't he have a title too? No, Brock lost the title to Drew. Oh yeah, and Goldberg wrestled his last Brock, match. Braun won the title from. It wasn't Goldberg. Who the fuck did Braun win the title from? Was it Goldberg? Maybe. You know. I think that that right there is proof positive as to how f- ridiculous bullshit this shit has gotten. Well, I didn't even watch WrestleMania. <laughs> so. uh, it would have been the Universal title first off, so I'm on the wrong yes. thing of history here. Universal. You're on the wrong side of history, Chris. Universal Championship is the wrong side of history. You're on the WWE side, not the Universal. Yeah, that's right. They fucking put the belt... On Goldberg at their stupid blood money show. Just to fuck over Bray Wyatt just so he could drop it to Braun. Well, it would mean means more if Braun Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm s- no, I'm not sorry. It was it was Super Showdown. I, w- I was like, no, Bray wanted at Blood Money. No, that was Crown Jewel. Super Showdown, which was that back was in the previous Blood Money. So, this this is a good trivia question. How many times has the Universal Championship changed hands for blood money? The answer is three. Is it really three? Yeah, because Brock won it in Saudi Arabia. Bray Wyatt won it in Saudi Arabia. And then Goldberg won it from Bray Wyatt in Saudi Arabia. Just I only like- watched the first blood money show. The one where Braun won the 50-man Royal Rumble. Oh, with Titus World Slide? Yeah, the 50-man Royal Rumble where 30 of the participants were jabrones and nobodies. Were, were people who would never be in a real Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> like Babatunde. And, uh, uh, R.I.P. Babatunde because there's no more. Yeah. Underground. What's that boy going to do? He's going to go back to... NXT. Greatest Royal Rumble match. Male. Wait, what the fuck is this? Dates, venues, and winners. There it is. Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. Which was in a different Saudi Arabia city. Yeah, Braun Strowman. Let's see. Let's let's look at some of the people that they put in here. Hiroki Sumi. Yeah, that was. Mike Kanellis, yeah, he with a three set with three seconds. That was a huge waste. Both members of the Ascension were in it. Tony Nice was in it. Da- Dash and Dawson were in it. Primo was in it. Hornswoggle, of course, had to appear. They put Bo Dallas in it. 
Um, Gallows and Anderson, I remember, were both in it, and they uh, that was like a thing. We didn't think they would ever get into a real one. They let Gulak compete in it. They had a bunch of NXT people. Uh, Tucker was in it. I don't remember if Otis was in it, but Tucker was. Maybe Otis was hurt at the time, because I don't see him on the list. Ray Ray was a free agent. Fandango got to compete in it. Well, he's been in the real Rumble before, but... The sumo guy that came out of nowhere because they wanted Yokozuna. And yep, I met, yep, mentioned him. Uh, yeah, like, they, they put Roddy in there. That Dan Matha was in there, the guy that they hyped, and then he never came back. Uh, remember Dan Matha? Uh, yeah. Matha, Matha, Matha. Shano was in it. But we all know that the real highlight was Titus. Titus World Slide was... That was legitimately one of the fucking funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Dude, when Absolutely. the commentators don't stop laughing for like five minutes, dude, it's... They probably have Mr. Man going, God yeah, right in their ears the entire time. And they're like, sorry. <laughs> That's some funny shit. And you say, hey, you remember, Vince, when you made them replay Takamichi Noku landing on his face 50 times during that Royal Rumble. Oh my god, yeah. No, I'm sure that Chinese guy. But didn't, didn't I, I understand that didn't Vince actually laugh when that went down? Like, didn't he legitimately laugh when Titus fell? And that's why he played it like 20 times, because he couldn't stop laughing? (laughs) No. That's great. Apparently, he's also mocked Titus in the past. Remember that time Titus tried to play with him on stage and got suspended for 30 days? Yep. God damn. Ah, it's another reason why we need to stop with this show. Just constant Vince McMahon pissing me off stories. Um, Pisses me off. Pisses me off. Good old uh, Mia Yim trying to get her name trademarked. Because that's not her real name. No, uh, yeah, so word is WWE was given notice recently that their trademark on the name Mia Yim is ending soon, and she went right in there to get it, and she provided documentation proving that she's been using the name since at least 2009. So she's and, in the lead currently for getting that back. And they're going to be like... Because she's one of the streamers that's yep. making good bank doing streams. Yep, because so, she's a gamer. This is why Leva Bates can never go to WWE full-time, because she does a shit ton of streaming. And they wouldn't let her do a cosplay stuff. Nope. They'd probably do the same thing as, like, the Demon. You gotta you got pick one, oh, that make f- it distinct, and oh, that's all you can do forever. God, that fucking TNA show, when, what was, who didn't get, was it Josh Matthews who didn't understand who she was cosplaying as? Because she did the Clockwork Orange thing? Oh, like, was it Josh? I mean, didn't get it? Fucking no. Yeah, but I still, you still know what it is. You know what? They're gonna be like, "Why do you need Mia Yim? You're reckoning now." That's what they're gonna tell her. They've already kicked out freaking Mercedes from that group. Oh, good God. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's already falling apart so quick. So, do you know why they're pushing? 
Even even when the Dark Order was absolutely doing terrible shit and full of terrible people, do you know why they pushed it as hard as they did? Do you actually know the story? No. Because Tony Khan came up with it. So, of course, they're going to push it. The boss came up with it. Isn't that why, like, every awful Vince idea gets pushed to the moon? Until he gets tired of it, and then he just throws it out? Well, at least the Dark Order picked up once uh, Brody showed up. Well, actually, Dark Order stuff was actually really good, like, a month or so into TV. Because they started doing the the videos and stuff, of uh, the recruitment videos and stuff. That shit was great. And then they actually started wrestling. <laughs> That's when it all went to hell, because you realized how fucking terrible all their talents were. I remember the first time I started seeing the guys wrestle, and I was like, these guys don't even have their basics down yet. What is this? Good lord. I mean, Stu and Uno are good. They've been around for like 15 years. But now they got Colt Cabana, and that's my favorite thing about them. And Anna Jay's there. And she could, could lose her top. Of the year. Could lose my her top. God, was that a... Wardrobe malfunction, or was that just wishing? God, I love, I love Jr. telling off the fans for that. Cause, good God, shut up! Boom, boom, thirsty Jr. Jr. thirsty on main. Boom, boom. As a matter of fact, he uh, was thirsty on main this week on Twitter, cause he said I had to get professionals to come in and clean up my place here in Jacksonville, and it's a woman in yoga pants. Oh, it's like his friends. It's like it's like a, his like his friend's wife or something like that, and people were. Flipping yeah. out about that. Thirsty, Jr. Thirsty. You know what? The, the guy's a widower. Back the fuck off. Boom, Back. boom. Horny Jr. Jr. Becoming Jerry Lawler in his old age. Fucking <laughs> best character story progression ever. <laughs> That's amazing. And uh, we got Ring of Honor attempting to do a bubble. What's that? Yeah, about? they're trying to bubble up so they can get some shows done. Well, that's smart on their end. Actually, the issue is, is that they totally don't have the clout to do it. But what's what's good about Ring of Honor is they have the strictest COVID policy right now. Bubbles work. Uh, not a single NBA player or NHL player tested yeah. positive once things got yep. shut down. Yep, bubbles work. And our final story this week is pretty damn funny. Yeah. It was an interview on a, on some show, Teddy Long, and he talks told a story about how he went to wrestler's court once because he was selling Viagra. <laughs> to the boys. Yeah. I'm more interested to know who was buying the Viagra. Well, I know that the famous story is that Viscera would take it and rock hard on backstage the entire show. Just as a rib? I don't know. It was a story I've heard from multiple sources, so it must be true. I've I've heard a lot of stories about, like, promoters giving out checks in their skivvies. Like, I, I know I've heard stories about Dusty doing that and Bill Watts doing that. Just because they wrestled the main event. And I, th- I think Bullet Bob Brown had a bad habit of doing shit completely naked. So it just, it would just happen that way. I mean, like, hey, this is, I got the money now and I just got out of the shower. So, I mean, you know, I've, 
I've been get in your locker rooms when I'm in a towel. <laughs> I've been in locker rooms and I've definitely seen stuff. It's in the whole. It doesn't doesn't mean anything. It's it's a fucking locker room. Who cares? You seen the hog log? You don't stare at it and be a fucking idiot. Who's got the biggest wang on the Indies? I can tell you who doesn't, but I'm not going to because I don't know if they listen, and that would just be mean. Oh shit! That like really winds it down to about a handful of names. I mean, I can't. I'm not saying anything. I'm. I'm not. If you're not sure whether or not they listen, it means that they might. Which, in my head, brings it down to about five or six possible possible names. Yeah, it's not. It wouldn't be that hard to guess. I'll tell you which one I've never seen, and I cannot comment on. <laughs> That's because he's always wearing the shirt. It's hogs and shirts, bro. Well, he always had the uh, he always had the speedo under tights under his gear, which is what a lot of them actually do, because that's like the best underwear to wear. And he like he wore pants, but for gear. But he always had the speedo under tights because that's like the best thing to wear because it keeps your shit safe without actually wearing a cup. So it's not flying all over the place, and because you don't want to do the one-legged tights, because then your shit falls out. Just and you don't want to be wearing, you don't want to be Nikita either. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that's a funny way to end the the news portion of the show. So. I don't know about Nikita Koloff never wore any underwear, so his junk always fell out of a singlet. Yeah. Exactly. Um, soon, the VIP show, we will no longer be hyping, because there won't be a show to hype it on. But just so you guys know, if you do become a patron, every week we review a classic wrestling show, and we do the music video watch-alongs. This week we're going to review the highest-rated SmackDown in history – which happened less than a year into SmackDown's existence. It was on my mother's birthday. The April 27th, 2000 edition of SmackDown. And you'll get to hear what we have to say about that. And we'll do our rap video watch-alongs, Mr. Adrian Cotton, and some bonus music videos chosen by this week, Dan. Here's an extra preview, a spoiler preview, given to us by television's Jay Sherman. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. It stinks. <laughs> yeah. And what might be the shortest episode we ever do. <laughs> well, we can always make up for that with more music videos. Uh, no point in doing patron shoutouts because you guys aren't going anywhere. And we're going to have to start doing patron shoutouts on the nerd table anyway. Because we're going to hype up and put some content on there. Shout them uh, out, baby. Shout them out, baby. So let's go ahead and do what Dan came here to do. And give out some points or bury some folks. Oh, and I feel like I'm going to be burying a lot of folks because I saw a trend happening and I am not a fan of that trend. So Dan's game idea this week was actually something I came up with that I don't have any memory of coming up with but that's per the norm at this point in the old doc yeah 
Uh, basically, it was to come up with a horrible rhyming pickup line. The example was inspired by that freaking line from Kill Bill about how his name is Buck and he likes to fuck. Mm-hmm. And apparently, most people decided to take the the name portion of that, which is not what you were going for. It was to it for it to rhyme. But everybody decided to translate that to a name thing, and those are almost all the entries you got. So have fun with this. Do whatever you oh, want I with these. Because I, I think after three or four, I'm going to get sick and tired of it, and everyone after that is getting no points. All right, so. You might this... as well game over. Just do it. All right. <laughs> First three people <laughs> the f- that did the name thing, give them points. Everybody who then didn't give them points. Okay, I got it. Uh, This first entry, which is not by me, and is not by a person named Chris, is, my name is Chris and my fetish is piss. Gross. Is your fetish piss? Are you into water sports? Carmella is. Oh, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) We talked about that on the show. Yeah. Somebody who listens to this show is and has openly said it before, and I'm not going to say who it is, but there's no way you can't figure that out <laughs> based on context of people who are in the group. <laughs> Just think about it. Who's the who's the most open person you know about shit like that? Yup, it's him. There you go. I mean, we could at least, you know, share his first name. Eh, no, share his last name. That classic. Uh, you want the last name of this person? This person gets points. Okay. I'm not sick of it yet. Alright, there you go. My name is Dylan. How about Netflix and chillin'? Is your name Dylan, or do you just want to Netflix and chill? <laughs> Uh, most everybody else actually, uh, did their own name. Oh, yeah? One other person didn't do their own name, who did a name thing. Jeez. So, everybody else did their own name, so you should, you should have no problem guessing who yeah, you I think we just, um, I see way too often that people either take the example way too seriously, or the first couple entries, and they just copy the, the system that they came up with. Well, Man. yeah, I've noticed that too, and that's how we've gotten games that go completely off the rails and do not give us what we want. And I know somebody's going to complain. Somebody who doesn't get points is going to complain about the fact that they didn't get points and say that there was no specification or something. But I, I know someone's going to complain. Well, it's the same idea. Like you don't want to steal the same thing as somebody and continuing to do the same. Style is doing the same thing, you know? So, this person does good points, but it's starting to... Well, that's Dylan Mishaw's entry that he gave the points to. Well, I mean, if it's a, if you if most people use their real name... And well, we don't have any other Dylans that I'm aware of. But yeah, I, but I also I want to give Dylan a shout out here because he responded to his own comment and said, "Fuck, I'm totally gonna try this sometime," and I think he deserves points just for that. 
All right, here's your next pickup line. My name is Renee. Did you ever think you might be gay? Okay. That's her picking up a chick. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> or she's what what the fucking with a guy. <laughs> That's one way to friend zone somebody. I guess she get points. She should have tried that on Antonio when he was harassing her. By the way, since we're retiring the show, I'm going to go ahead and tell a really fucked up Antonio story. So, Renee, I'd apologize if you don't, like, I don't think it's a secret that she struggles with some mental disorders. She makes that pretty public because she's an advocate for it. And Antonio one time ranked, to her face, ranked her friends in order of hotness right to her. And she was, like, almost last on the list. And if that's not, like, the scummiest thing to do in general, and especially to somebody who struggles with issues like that, like, that's another one of those that guy needed to get fucked in the face kind of deals. Just, like, absolutely fuck to the face. Oh, and by the way, we're probably going to officially retire all things Antonio after the show is done. So don't worry about hearing his name come up on the nerd table unless it will actually make for a good, relevant story. I'd rather tell my Disney stories. Those are more fun. I have more positive memories there. All right, here's your next entry. AC is the name and Big O's is my game. It's for AC Slater? Yes. (laughs) AC Slater, Adrian Cotton Slater. Adrian Cotton Slater. Okay, this one's all right. You guys are going to, from now on, you guys are going to have to... Really step it up if you're going with the name game. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> so what? what's the verdict on this one? This one gets points. Okay. The name is Matt, and I'll make you purr like a cat. That one's not even... I might not even give him that points if there hadn't already been a bunch of name entries. Oh, Aw, Damn. Well, you get your you get your name in the bucket one more time, but you're fucked, Matt. <laughs> Which Matt though? Which Matt was it? Hardman. I know he couldn't even go with the obvious last name. My name is Hardman, and you make me hard, man. What? <laughs> what? All right. This next one breaks ranks, so hopefully you'll enjoy it. <clears throat> Roses are red, and I'm on the hunt. So open up them legs and show me your... The rest of this pickup line has been censored to prevent cancellation on CKCC Radio. <laughs> See, now that's like it. Like, go with the classic roses are red, violets are blue, something like that. But, of course, you know, don't have ten people do that, too. But because you did it different, and, of course, you self-censored yourself from saying cunt. Oh, shit! <laughs> well, we're canceled. Cancel us. We're already canceled. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're going to give you about four more shows, and then you're done. And then you're done. Okay. (laughs) Well, we've already been canceled on Stitcher about 25 times, so. Yeah, what's that about? I have no idea. So this this one gets points? Actually, I think we probably got canceled by Stitcher more than that because it was the the joke. It was like any 
Wisconsin oh yeah, every week we were getting canceled. Like five times a week. Every week, yeah. <laughs> For like a year and a half straight, I think. That was Sorry. the joke. Bye, Stitcher. Bye, Stitcher. Uh, this is now your front runner. So give it an earmark. Okie doke. <clears throat> My name is Don. Let's get it on. Wahaha! That one's actually not that bad. Actually. <laughs> what do you mean that person? Who it could be? Yeah. Well, he wasn't last, so he wasn't even in the Chase Owens. Jeez, he must have had that right away. <clears throat> My name is Jeff. I'll make you scream so hard, I'll go deaf. Mm, who made this? Uh, that would be uh, Randy Moyer. Oh, Randy Moyer. No, no. It was not Randy Moyer. I am Randy. Do I make you Randy? Yeah, baby, yeah. No, you already that got... Didn't even, that didn't even rhyme. You already got his entry. He was the first one. The Chris and Piss. Jeez. Do I make you Randy, baby? Do I? I like the censored version on TV where he just says Randy instead of horny. Because apparently that's so much better. Do I make you Randy? Randy? Do I make you Randy, baby? It just says Randy like five (laughs) times. Yeah, like five times. Better than mother-loving snakes on a Monday through Friday plane. I don't know, really. Or, your name, my name is Buck, and I like to party? <laughs> Somebody oh. should have gone with that. That actually might have gotten points. <laughs> to actually play with the reference, but... Alright. The party wagon. So what? what's this your... This not so bad, so he actually will get points. Okay. You've only buried one so far. No. <clears throat> All right. My name is Tom, and I cook daily. But at night, I'll slip you my big shillelagh. Okay, that one's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> and it did the name thing still, so I'm mad at you, Tom. Well, but he... Well, but... Who is this Tom that cooks? Yeah. But, but okay, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair... To be fair. I gotta get Eric to watch Letterkenny if he's never watched it. I'm gonna give him homework before we do before you join the nerd table so we can make Letterkenny references. I don't know if he's seen it, but he's he's for going to. I'm gonna make that happen. He's gonna watch it because it's Ferda. Exactly. So to be fair To be fair. Tom did not name his own or rhyme his own name. He actually went with something different. And I think that that's that's fair. For points. Also, you use shillelagh. Which is just a funny that word That was what you rhymed to. <laughs> Dude, okay, so I have like a I have like a Club Kayfabe member bucket list. Like, I've I've decided I'm going to travel with Adrian Cotton one time. I'm going to go on a ghost hunt with Jeff Trelowitz one time, right? Because like people who have interests. I am going to ha- one time, and I will even Pay for this dinner. I want Tom Dickinson to make me dinner one time. I'll even pay. I'll 
I will buy all the shit that he needs to, to cook that meal. But I want a Tom Dickinson dinner. Just once. Just so I can say I've had it. By the way, he's got a YouTube show now. You guys should check that out. He's, he does it for his students, and it's actually pretty cool. But Tom got points just for shillelagh, and I appreciate I appreciates that. That's what I appreciate about you. Okay. See if you can guess who, who sent this next one in. This is going to be a real challenge for you. Mm-hmm. My name is Jay Shin, and I'm well-versed in masturbation. How is that even a pickup line? <laughs> it's not. He's like, hey, baby, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't bang, I'll just jerk off. I'm better at that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Who is this Jay Shin we're talking about? Oh, is this that person you were talking about earlier? Anyway, does this get points or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess, is it supposed to be bad pickup lines? Well, it's supposed to be a horrible pickup line, but should still be an attempt at a pickup line. This doesn't actually pick anybody up, except yourself. Maybe he's picking himself up in the mirror. Well, I mean, that's he's really good at that. <laughs> Apparently so, but not good enough to get points. So next. Yeah. Just... My name is Russell. And I have a sizable love muscle. That's a lot of dead air that just happened. I already pretty You know, the most important sexual part of your body is your brain. You know, I, I love that I already put a zero. Just because. I used to do that when Pat was point czar. If, he, if there was that horrible dead silence after an entry... I would already just write down zero or delete it because I knew yeah, it wasn't getting anything. I do. It. I even do it with you sometimes when you're when I when I, you just hear me like sighing. And there's also times where like I'm almost I, before I even start reading it, I start typing the zero. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, he's gonna hate this. Well, that's just it. We've been doing this for so long that we know each other's senses of humor, so you just know. That's why I always get annoyed when I see somebody post a reference that would pop me, but I know you're going to bury it, because I'm like, man, you guys just don't know your audience. That's why a lot of the, the POC... We let you know, too. Like... A lot of the nerd table stuff on the new show, like when we start doing this game again, we're going to have to start with a lot of good generalized stuff so we can everybody can feel out our senses of humor, right? Yeah, because we're talking about bringing together several different friend and fan groups for exactly this. exactly so 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 for all three of us there's going to be a handful of people that are learning us there's stuff that eric and i are both into that you wouldn't be there's stuff you and i are into that he wouldn't get and there's probably a ton of stuff you and him are into especially on that comic front that i wouldn't get that's so one of the things i'm looking forward to is to uh get a rapport with eric and have stuff brush, up, can... brush up on your anime and video games. That's his two big his two big ones. Well, I mean, I've been on video games. I've only seen two anime. Well, there you go. Well, talk about them with them. <laughs> there you go. Talk about Trigun and Cowboy Bebop, like the All two right. most entry level. But there's but they're good. That's the thing. Basic bitch animes. All right, now it's time for the chess. Unzi. My name is Chris. 
I'm big and black. How about you let me clap them cheeks from the back? Okay, so they didn't... Clap <laughs> them cheeks from the back. Grab damn cheeks. We got Chris Wright clapping cheeks, dude. Clapping them cheeks, homie. This one's actually pretty good, so you get points. So I'm like, I'm like upset at myself because these people did the formula, but then they actually started stepping it up. (laughs) You sons of bitches. Here's another one. My name is Michael, and I like your box. One night with me, and I'll have you shaking like Jay Fox. God damn it. Well, you want you wanted the formula to break, so there you go. <laughs> we we just shook it up. Yes, quite literally. Take your points. Michael J. Vaughn. <clears throat> Alright, let me read this one exactly how it was written. Oh shit. My name is Bill. Let me give you a thrill. Copied it directly over. I have to read it as it's typed. This is back to the formula. You even rhymed with your name, so. I already have a zero. You're good. (laughs) Penultimate entry. I am Sam. Sam I am. And I will love you. Fuck you, ma'am. The hell? It's like some other woman started walking around. <laughs> Just like, let me finish this. Well, this is Dude. not this is not a Sam. If that makes you feel any better, I don't know of any Sams. No, this is not a Sam. I don't see how this works. So, but I do like the rhyme. So I think you'll get fifty. And your final entry. Hey, babe, I'm a poet. But I flunked English and can't rhyme. <laughs> God damn it. It doesn't even rhyme, but that's the joke. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You know what, Chris? What's that? This person gets points, but you win. How'd you know that was me? Because I told you, I saw a few things. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> I tried not to spoil myself, but I saw a couple things. <laughs> well, Jay Winger, with his can't rhyme, uh, and me, were the only ones who broke ranks in the whole game. But you actually awarded a lot more points than I thought you were going to. Me too. But you're you guys- still... Stop crying with your name. But you're still start... you're still mad at how it went. Yeah, I just would have thought you guys would have. That's the thing. Just uh, don't take the example as law or whatever. You know, like the and don't just follow whoever the first people are. Especially when the first person's me, because it usually is Chris Gaines. But I appreciated Jay Winger's entry at the end there with the... But I appreciate... 
Well, because I thought that one was funny. Because I was Wait, like, if you're well, gonna break the rules, you better be funny. Exactly, <laughs> and and he did. It didn't rhyme, but that was the joke, right? Yeah. So. But again, at least when people, not everybody did naming with their own, or rhyming with their own name. And those those actually were the ones that I liked the best. Like, I, I give Tom a lot of credit for that shillelagh one. And Michael Vaughn popped me <laughs> when I saw that. God damn, Michael J. Fox reference. So. But yeah, so that's the rule moving forward here. Now... Fortunately for y'all, Eric doesn't know that rule yet, so maybe, just maybe, you'll have better luck popping him. And, uh... No, y'all have a couple months to try and track him on, with listening to the show. But he's got a sick sense of humor, so if you go for sick, there's a good chance you'll get points. You sick. By the way, should I explain to people how the new point system is going to work? We're going to super simplify it. Basically, every week, I'll give you a point, Eric can give you a point, and Dan can give you a point. So you can walk away with three points. Uh, but the winner, overall winner will walk away with a fourth. With a fourth, exactly. You get, you get a bonus point. That's just for my benefit to keep the numbers smaller and simpler. Uh, and that'll be a lot simpler addition for me to do. Because even though this is, this is a round number... For everything i still struggle to come like whenever we're going to the next thing i can't tell you how many times i've had to edit like we're going from like 2775 and they got 125 and then i end up screwing up their new number even though i did it in my head and something doesn't match up it's just a way of simplifying it but the new point system will it'll work you can get points from all of us or just a couple of us, but you can still walk away with something. So if your entry only makes me laugh, you'll get my point. Then you just won't get anything else for that week. And then I only have to add your thing by one point. But even adding by four is way, way freaking easier. So. <clears throat> What's the, uh... What's the verdict on everybody's uh, opinion of this news? Are you angry or upset? I mean, this is how it's going to be. This show has become more of a chore to do than anything else. And while we do kind of still have fun with it, the nerd table will be way more fun. We could be way more versatile. I don't think we're going to gain any new listeners on the nerd table by adding you to it. Because I think a good portion of our listeners now listen to that show. But if any of you enjoyed the dynamic between Dan and I, then you'll get you'll get that just with an additional third person and more topics not just related to wrestling. And if you're not listening to the nerd table at all, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you, and I'm gonna smack you. That one I actually will smack you for, not not because you're not a patron. That one uh I, I, I can let that one go, even though I'm it still kind of annoys me. But uh, yeah, so say whatever you want. Send some hate mail if you want. It is what it is. This show's coming to an, an end, and uh, it's the logical evolution. But there will still be Wrestle Talk every week on for patrons, and you'll get to hear us on the nerd table 
and you got about a month left to make a decision as to whether or not your $5 are worthy enough to come to us. So, anyway, that wraps it up. Anything more to add, or? Well, I mean, evolution is a mystery for the change that no one sees. Indeedy do. Alrighty, guys. We will we'll see you next week and the week after. Even the week after that and the week after that, but then we're done. If you want want to be on the show, let us know. We record on Friday evenings. I'm not changing the schedule to accommodate you. You have to find a way to be on here if that's what you want to do. Yeah, we're not messing with the schedule with four shows to go. (laughs) So, yeah. This is your last chance to, to guest with us. And we record using Discord. Get a Discord. All right. So easy. Yeah. Put in your power. So put it in. Yeah. Put it in. But yeah, I think we gave you enough content for this week. Uh, except for you patrons, you guys get more. Cause, cause we're, you're you're special to us. This one's gonna be a doozy. It will be indeed. We'll see you at the patron show. The rest of y'all, we'll see you next week. Bye. Haters.